0: This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime dot com Good morning everyone. today we're going to start a new series, which is the series of how to pronounce the the Hebrew language properly. so it's something that a lot of people are uh, are um, definitely would want to know more about uh, and and compared to the modern day Hebrew or what people were taught in in the American language. But what could we glean from the sources? What is the proper way? Now there's a big question in the poskim. Rav Kook in the year, Tafresh Tzadigim, which is the year 1934, already penned a letter to a journal that there was at the time regarding, uh, uh, regarding properly pronouncing wording the somebody... Change one's masoret or not? Does somebody change one's tradition. If he had a certain tradition to pronounce letters one way, will he, uh, that, and he finds out that that's not correct? Should he change it? And Rav Cook was adamant that one should not change one's masoret. One's, one should not change one's, uh, one's, one's uh, tradition and his upbringing and his custom because that is the way he is used to pronouncing. And then he brings different proofs like, if somebody is not careful in how he pronounces, so uh, the Gemara talks about that he should go back. And Rav Cook says this obviously we're not talking about somebody who pronounces them wrong because that's not even a question. Rather, rather, we're talking about somebody who who uh, who who is doing it according to his minhag. Whereas the chief rabbi of Beirut at the time, yeah, his name was Rav Shaptai bokhbot and he wrote a long rebuttal to this, uh, to this Teshuvah of Rav Kook. And it's printed in the Sefer, uh, in the sefer Yaskil Avdi, which was one of the great uh, Sephardic acharonim of the time. His name is Rav Ovadia Hodaya. He was the Rosh Hashiva of the Shiva Amlikubalim Bet El. And there in the second volume of Yaskil Avdi, Hele Gimel, uh, he, can t- he brings this Teshuvah of Rav Shaptai Bokbot that that, that asks on Rav Cook that it can't be that if somebody is not pronouncing things right, this is not called a minhag. A minhag is something that there was, throughout the generations, there was, uh, there was validity to, certain, uh, to this opinion. Over here, people just lost the masoret, how to properly speak. And now that we all come together and each one could learn from each other, what is the proper way of pronouncing letters, why shouldn't we return back to the proper language? And Rav Hodaya seems to uh, agree with him. Rav Avadiyah Yosef has a teshuva about this in uh, in Yabiomer Chilik Vav. And uh, and his question was that somebody who uh, who is Ashkenazi from descent, but learned in Sephardic yeshivas, so what should he do? Should he keep on praying Sephardic? should go back to the Ashkenazi pronunciation. And there Rav Avadiyah Yosef sides that he could continue with the Sephardic pronunciation. But on this actual machloket. Where it goes back and forth is actually very dynamic. Whether one should keep his masoret, and we're going to see that it's really going to make a difference. If if there are going to be letters that are totally uh, that are totally not pronounced. Because, uh, because just it was a mistake I was going along. Whether it was by the Sfardim or by the Ashkenazim, we'll see by, by Sephardim, some of them were big mistakes, and by Ashkenazim some were big mistakes, and there's also by Timanim some of them are big mistakes. So then, then they, then, then people have to go back and, and, and speak to the uh, speak the proper way. Whereas if it's something that they had a certain Masoret, then it would be very hard to uh, to change that. So that is going. This is a little bit of an introduction. What's going on? I'm going to say one more very important rule over here, which is brought down in the in the Kabbalistic Sfarim from the early early Kabbalistic Svarim, That they give us already a hint on what's the main rules of language, and there are three rules. The first is from the Sefer Yitzirah. That was it, it's attributed way back, Severit Bit, Mishnah Aleph, which was written that there are 22 letters that are yesod, and you have seven that are doubled, Sheva Kefulot, which was there are letters that have a dot in them, Bagad and Kaparat, Bit as bit with a dot, right, and without a dot, Gimel, Dalid, Khaf, Kaf and Khaf, Pe and Fe. Resh is in there. That's interesting because we don't have that Masoret to Resh. Most don't write Resh at all. Nowadays they say it was lost and taf. Taf has a dot and doesn't have a dot. So Beget Kafat will call it. So that we have to know each one how do you pronounce it with the, with the, with the Dagash we, 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 one without the Dagash but the Rav Sadia Gaon in his Perush says you see from uh, uh, from what's going on they don't count the Shin and Sin because the Sin sounds like the Samich. So, if the sin sounds like the sammich, it's the same thing. So, we don't count it. So, we deduce from here, from this uh, rasag, something very important that each letter has a distinctive way how to be pronounced. And if not, that means there's something that we're missing. So, the Bet Yaakov, the Sidur Bet Yaakov of the Ya'avetz also writes that the language of, Yaakov, uh, of Kodesh is complete and it doesn't have any deficiency in it. And therefore, somebody has to make sure to pronounce the ayin and the alfin and the Chetin, and the, and, the, and the Chafin. And, and each one has to be careful not, one should not mix to, with the others. And, uh, and then he complains about how Anuha Ashkenazim, we read the Taf without a dot, like Saf, uh, to our embarrassment, he writes it. And he says that he, he complains about this, that the Taf should be a Saf, because that's the same thing as a Sin, and the same thing as a Samich. So uh, he's not very happy about that. But the point that he does bring is that each letter has its particular way how to pronounce it. So in the coming shiurim, we're going to see how the rules are of pronouncing each letter. Chazaku You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com